Welcome to Draft Punks, you travelers of the digital soundscape. Oh my God, we have a recording. We're, we have a podcast, y'all. Don't tell anyone. Doing it live. We are doing it live and in post. We're doing both. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm Rob Hudak, hosting this week as, um, well, Brian had a baby. Brian and Kel have a beautiful, beautiful baby boy, Atticus Luke. Uh, Very cute. Very cute, and we've determined that I'm the Rob father because I picked Atticus in the baby name draft, so <laughs> league, I'm contractually entitled. <laughs> uh, I'm joined this week by Travis McGay. Uh, I was ready uh, to be thrown to uh, first this time. <laughs> That's all I've got. Podcast history. Yeah. <laughs> One Ryan <And> not muted. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. Well, that's really the the uh, magnificent feat here, Travis. <laughs> uh, I just want to say congrats, Brian and Kel. Uh, on Absolutely. Debouncing baby. And one Holden hints. Yeah, since uh, since we got uh, Brian out, I will be now auditioning for the role of Brian Keese. Um, <clears throat> <laughs> Uh, so I talked to my dad about this one, and uh, he, he chose this song, so I'm going with that. <laughs> Not that's enough all. Disney. Yeah, that's true. I said that's all I got. Does Aesop Rock have a song about Disney? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so last time we had Ryan on was the Elements draft, and last mm-hmm. time we had Holden on was the Donut draft, right? True that. Some some great episodes this this year. I've been... Want another donut now? Thinking about it. Oh, all-time classic draft, <laughs> right? Uh, how you gentlemen been since uh, since we last spoke? Holden, you got a baby on the way. Sure do. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm joining the ranks of Brian. So if if I actually uh, succeed in my audition, I, it will be um, short short fulfilled for about a month because um, my little baby girl's <laughs> due in a month. So we're excited. Going paternity leave. <laughs> yes, paternity from from hosting the podcast. <laughs> If that position is open, my name's a lot closer to Brian's, and I don't have a kid on. <laughs> oh, better fit, probably. Uh, I've been yeah. great. Uh, I think the biggest thing since the last time I've been on is our Extra Life event went That's amazing. Right. We're teamed up together, uh, and we really hit our goal. So you guys just have to finish it off. Yeah, we're uh, so let's see. You ended up currently we're at thirteen hundred dollars, which yeah. is incredible. Yeah. And y'all were just delightful. Some some great, as the listeners won't be able to see, um, Ryan is sporting a lovely new hairdo, which we will, Travis <laughs> and myself will be joining him potentially in uh, by the end of this week. How was that stream, man? It was a long one, but you know what? It was better yeah. than the one I did mostly solo last year because um, it imagine, was all yeah. four of the Spelunkers all day, so... There was always conversation happening around me at the very least. Um, it was a lot of fun. We played a lot of good games, a lot of stuff. Zombie Army 4, I don't know that I ever really even heard of, and that was a blast. Hmm. Um, Leisure Suit Larry can die in a pit. 
<laughs> oh, that's awesome, man. Yeah, it was a, it was a blast to watch and super proud of you guys for knocking that out of the park and just oh, thanks to the out. community absolutely and just annihilating uh this is gonna sound bad annihilating sick kids making them healthy again. <laughs> i mean go on yeah, true true <laughs> i i mean i can't argue with that i guess <laughs> um yeah so um just uh we'll talk more about it at the at the end when we do plugs and everything but yeah we will be doing draft punks we'll be doing a, a 24-hour extra live stream as well this saturday uh the 23rd of october uh so you can catch that twitch.tv slash real draft punks but we're here to draft stuff all right true right. and uh we figure last episode we uh we drafted some music and the primary focus where it, when that that draft started as an idea it evolved quite a bit over the course of um the inception and we decided to <clears throat> like initially started with like lyrics and then we decided like songs but like predominantly with lyrics being the, the pull to them and so we figured as a way to in to invert that that concept for for this episode let's make it instrumentals yeah and, and I, I love i love this idea because it's not the beaten path you know what i mean like yeah i, I asked my wife what's your favorite instrumental like band musician artist she's, she's like i don't listen to any and i was like okay great so this podcast will be like, like a great episode to discover new stuff because i just don't think people really travel down instrumental music absolutely and that's the thing is it's been something for me like the obvious go-to is like lo-fi hip-hop People have right. on in the background where they're doing whatever miscellaneous chores, uh, studying smooth, et smooth jazz for millennials. <laughs> <That's right>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but um, for me, a lot of it's been like synth wave and yeah, uh, and, and stuff in that track. But also, like, there's a whole wide world of, of stuff that's that's lacking lyrics. I guess um, Ryan, I mean, how about yourself? Oh, Travis, yeah. No, go ahead, Travis. Oh, I was going to say, anyone could have gone with like a video game composer too. Like that. uh, I went through my top 100 on Spotify of last year and 43 Mm. out of my uh, top 100 were instrumental songs. Uh, A lot of that was Hades. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Derek Gorb. Absolute banger. I'm a big instrumental music guy. Yeah. 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 I uh I'm one of those people that really does not listen to instrumental music. Uh and the thought crossed my mind to go video game artists, but I thought that's like the only instrumental I do listen to. Let's use this as an experience to get out of my comfort zone, listen to things I wouldn't normally listen to. I've found a lot of very good music and have been expanding my playlist because of this. Uh I I never really thought instrumental was for me. I've been wrong for most all, all my life, basically. <laughs> i'm glad we could help you come to terms with how much how much wrong you've been doing for all these years yeah yeah it's, it's really terrible of me <laughs> we'll be ashamed no longer because we're here to draft now similar to the last episode we each picked an artist and their entire discography was fair game the only uh, contingency being or not contingencies um the only constraint being that they couldn't the, the songs could not have lyrics in them uh to be eligible for the draft but also um, we will each be having to draft a song from each artist and, uh, as well as ourselves. but we can, so it's basically, if you want three of one of each different, uh, artist and then two of your own or, you know, two of another, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, but there's a, there's a good chance there'll be 
kind of repeat concepts there. Now, so for for myself, I've picked Beats Antique. Starting us off will be Travis. And who did you pick, Travis? Uh, Hella. Who? That's, that's so it. okay, that's but who did you pick? Name. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Do we have to bleep that every time we say the band name? <laughs> that would be hella lame. <laughs> uh, Ryan? Uh, I went with animals as leaders. Not animals as pets. No, I've Again, I've tried that, uh, but they always <laughs> just get what they want out of me anyway, so why not just put them in the leader position? And just settle for snakes. Yeah. <laughs> and hold in. Uh, I chose bad, bad, not good, which is ironic because they are very good. Ah, hot take. Uh, Ryan made that joke to me as well. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, I, uh, I've enjoyed them as well. Yeah, all excellent artists and a great, like a great range here. I think, and so this is going to be really interesting. And so Travis won the last music draft with his collective of animal passion and surprisingly did not pick animals as leaders. But uh, why don't you start us off, buddy? Okay, I'm just going to go ahead and get this off my chest now. It's been weighing pretty heavily on me. Uh, I did not super care for Beats Antique. Uh, So I'm going to go ahead and do my pick from them first. Uh, I'm going to take Erase, uh, which is the third track from their second album, Collide. Oh, wait. No, it's not their second album. Oh, yeah, it is. This discography is in order. Uh, and we're just going to listen for a little while, right? So the the pace of this one kind of hmm. like I vibed with that more than any anything else. Uh, hmm. I think my main issue, and this is definitely like a me issue because I've had this problem with like other instrumental stuff that I, I eventually ended up being really into. But it, it sounds a lot of it sounds like pretty samey to me, hmm. um, and. So this was the first one that kind of like picked up my ear uh, and I listened to a couple times. Uh, but yeah, it's been like, I I hate to come on here and say this, you know, like no, I, I, I really it. tried. I ended up listening to more of Beats Antique than I did anybody else because I like really wanted to find something I could be uh, enthusiastic about. Uh, sure. Uh, I, I think part of that is um, because the instrumentation is so much different from what you would normally get, like from a guitar, you know, like a guitar, bass and drums band, mm-hmm. um, that it's hard to kind of break through that mentally as far as things sounding samey. Um, I fair. think that was a big part of it for me, honestly. But no, that's uh, fair. enough from me. <laughs> I uh, <clears throat> well, someone who picked Beats Antique. I, I mean, I totally, I could see that perspective. I, I don't think they sound samey in the slightest. But I've also been listening to Beats Antique for probably like 10, 11 years, um, and seen them live like six times. 
a, a major component to me is like their live performances as well. So I have that that attachment that helps kind of give me that investment too. But to me, like I also enjoy like Balkan music in general and uh, the instrumentation that is there and the it's hard to put my finger on but there, there's so so much range and, and versatility in the different instruments that they use from like old traditional balkan music but like for new generation and introducing like you know flavors of like dubstep and electronica i've always called them um balkan wind beats um and part because of experience i had with them but yeah they're they're fantastic and i'm 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 stoked that at least there were a couple songs that might have spoken to you um and in uh, a race is a fantastic track uh what about you guys yeah this one definitely crossed through uh in my listening it didn't make my list but it's not a bad song hmm. yeah yeah I, I think i mean wikipedia uh, says their their musical style is an infusion of middle eastern belly dance music with hip-hop mm-hmm. afrobeat and old school jazz and I think that's just an eclectic kind of group of like kind of music. So it, the Middle Eastern belly dance music really resonates throughout mm-hmm. a lot of different tracks, and like that is cool and that is so different. And so that's mm-hmm. that's something that I, I love. That they, it's it's they're such a fusion band. They're like a world fusion of just so many different types, and, and that's what makes mm-hmm. Beats and Teak like such a special thing. This track is pretty pretty solid because it's it is a little bit more mellowed as far as pace goes because they have a lot of really fast paced stuff that kind mm-hmm. of that you're supposed to dance to you know and yeah. but but I, I i do enjoy this track oh yeah all right well for the first we have erase from beats antique then i guess it goes to me so for my pick <sighs> i'm torn between a few uh i think i'm gonna start with to kind of hand uh shake hands with ryan here in the middle uh, I'm gonna go with On Impulse from Animals as Leaders self-titled album. Part of what I love about this song is it's the six minute arc of just opening with a really beautiful guitar melody that just plays through uh, and it's it's nice and clean, kind of like with um, Travis, one of your picks for the metal draft, uh, Sunbather, just how it has like that. It's, you know, progressive metal, but with that, the clean guitar. It's really post-rocky. Yeah, absolutely. Like it takes the time to (laughs) like weave these soundscapes and then introduce new elements throughout Mm -hmm. it. And that's uh, part of what I love about it. It's like extremely technical, heavy post-rock is kind of what that like what it sounds like to me. Absolutely. And I, I like listening to that progression through that entire six minutes. And part of what stands out the most to me in this in this track is that like the closing like two minutes when it has like the full layer of metal and it just has that uh that melody ringing through like that immediately caught my ear like it's it's a great melody but also like just the way it weaves itself in uh, and layers on top of that track it's just it's beautiful and the listeners won't be able to see it but like as we cut to part of that in the middle of that song holden's just 
slamming on the drums. It just like it begs being headbang too, and like it's the, all of their music is purely instrumental, and like it, it's it's impressive to me as someone that's been listening to metal for you know 20, 25 years. Really, um, there are still new ways to to really expand upon that <clears throat> that concept and play with that form. Um, and like you know, like Travis said with with the post rock influence, like it. It, there's there's a lot of complexity, but also like it's it's just very tight and simple in ways. And I, yeah, really really dug it. Ryan, what about you? What do you think? Uh, I I fell in love with uh, Animals as Leaders basically immediately in my in my hunt to find some instrumental bands for this draft. Uh, they were one of the early ones to pop up for me, and uh, I I dig. I like metal. I'm I'm newer to metal. The last I don't know five to ten years, but. I love that they're not afraid to not be metal from the start to the finish of a song. A lot of metal songs can stay within the genre maybe a little too much. I like that Animals as Leaders isn't af- afraid to explore inside the genre, and I think uh, this song exemplifies that, especially from the start to the finish. It's, it's much more gentle, uh, almost acoustic at the start, and the way it just crescendos up, yeah. finishes off, it's such a yeah, good it's song. Beautiful. I think the greatest tragedy of uh, instrumental music is that the titles of the songs don't really stick with yep. you because usually in like lyrical songs the title of the song is like the hook or something that you hear sure. i mean some artists have totally you know fabricated long titles that don't have anything <laughs> sure. to do with the song sure but for the most part you know it's easy it's easy to remember which song you like it's like oh because that's yeah. the chorus or whatever but with instrumental it's like ah oh, man which which one it's is it's hard that? imprinting but, itself man this yeah, yeah this song yeah, yeah, because you got really got to listen to a band a lot, and then I mean, Animals of Leaders have a lot yep. of music, so like a lot Five of different stuff. Uh, and so the first instrument, one of the first instrumental bands I got really into, Terra Mellos, their first album, their songs are called Melody One, Melody Two, <laughs> Melody Three. <laughs> Uh, Sharks really Moving has a, has uh, a bunch of instrumental music and like on their full length album called Instrumental One, Instrumental Two, Instrumental Three, like or yeah. third instrumental. It's first instrumental, second <laughs> instrumental, third instrumental. Yeah. I, I mean, even Kendrick Lamar did that. He had the Untitled and Mastered album, and then each track is Untitled Zero One, mm-hmm. Untitled Zero Two, and so it's like, wait, which one did I like? So anytime you do that, it always makes it tough to like firmly grasp it in your mind but on impulse is a, is a spectacular track and it definitely has a beautiful arc throughout which isn't always the case with sure, yeah. leaders, but this song really has like a, a great Absolutely. story it's telling just on music alone yeah. that's part of why i love it so much all right ryan we picked first song from your right. band uh, who are you gonna pick i think i'm gonna go to holden's band <laughs> yeah. bad bad not good Um, There was a song that really stuck out to me, and that is City of Mirrors. It's all that right there, all that wandering piano, 
oh, that really does it for me in this song. I think the violin is used to great effect. It's uh, instruments that aren't in a lot of bands I wind up listening to, and just hearing them have like their spotlight here uh, really does it for me. This song really stood out. It's not necessarily a lot like other bad, bad, not good stuff from what I listen to, but it definitely you should stuck just out to listen me. to jazz. <laughs> Like, you you like jazz. Jazz. There are times for jazz. jazz. Yeah, like, I know. I, I mean, know. wait till you hear some other notes I have about some other instruments. That's, uh, that's so funny because, like, I there's something about jazz where, like, if a guitar played that as like a solo in like a rock song or something like that or a metal song, I would hate it. Like, I would absolutely right. hate it. But with the piano, it sounds fantastic. <laughs> like, it's because oh, yeah. it's so bouncy. Yeah. Well, it, like it, it complements the, the mm-hmm. drums that are that are going through too. It's perfectly. it's also because like the format, yeah. It's it's because it's jazz format. Yeah, absolutely. Basically, a hundred percent, and that that's what cool jazz piano solos sound like. <laughs> like yeah, and it's and bouncy. Like, yeah, and and the 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 track is like so playful with its hi hat use, um, just kind of carrying mm-hmm. the rhythm for a lot of it. Uh, and just like kind of washing a lot of the track, and then you know you have the the violins kind of playing up, and then it just transitions into to piano, and then there's this kind of this culmination toward like the three quarters of the way through. It's just like it swells with every instrument, and you know it there's there's great orchestration there, and it, it's fantastic jazz. Yeah, no doubt. I, I think the the first part is super like like probably the first minute's very orchestral, very, very like. Y- yeah, you'd expect it to be like the, at the top of like a mm-hmm. musical or something, and then as it opens up and, and finally branches out, it's very, very Thelonious yeah. Monk, like the greatest jazz yeah. pianist. It, they really embody his spirit, and, and they take it on, and with like some beautiful plucking on the piano, and everything is so calculated. And I, and I love that Bad Night Good piece. Yes, this is probably one of their more mm-hmm. jazzy songs. Um, this is actually from their most recent album that just came out this month, so I haven't had a lot of time with it. But I, I knew like first time listening through this, I was like, ooh. Like this, this really like gets me soulful. You know, I want to like kind of like give it some snaps. You know, it's it, it is a very very beautiful track. Oh, the the back just the strings at the beginning. The thing I really like about them is they sound like almost un unreal. Like it's not real people playing them in a couple of the runs. Yeah, um, right. which it it I'm not familiar with the structure of the band, uh, and it very well well might be like samples cut together or or like stuff like that, and it it's kind of jolting a a little bit when it happens, but like in the best kind of way, uh, I think it happened a couple of times throughout those string runs. I thought it was really cool. Yeah. And part of what I enjoy so much about it too, is it's like, like you're saying, it it doesn't quite track with a lot of other bad, bad, not good stuff in some respects, but it's like, you can see the imprint there. Like it's like, they're letting their hair down a little bit and showing off like, yeah, we got the chops too. We like, we have traditional classical, basically like, know how and can it can communicate that but we also have this other stuff that we've done and, and can do on this album too that it is a little bit different um you know more in the keeping with what bad bad not good is and it's it's great range i'm kicking myself for not picking clown core <laughs> <laughs> wearing your clown shoes right now <laughs> holden loves clown core man 
he 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 joked and said, "Hey, I'm gonna choose clowncore." And I listened to maybe like five songs, and I was like, "What am I listening?" You're to? listening to semi-bored jazz musicians messing around. <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, some was so pleasant, and some was so infomercial song though. <laughs> Love it so much. Um, well, Holden, you're closing us out with the the last pick of the first round. What's it gonna be, buddy? Mm-hmm. Back to back, yeah. baby. Okay. Uh, so I'm, I'm going to choose two songs that kind of thematically Love go the it. same, uh, from two different artists. Uh, just, just, you can kind of see where my brain likes, um, like a certain type of tempo, a certain type of like movement. And there's one really weird thing that these two songs have in common, but totally don't is college football. <laughs> For whatever reason, I feel like both tracks could be like played by the college football band of some university you know like university of illinois could be playing like both tracks independently and like the football team could be running out on the field God, please pick hella um, so the f- <laughs> <laughs> definitely not hella hella does not have that kind of tempo you'll listeners at home will uh will see that as we go on throughout the show it's it would be zach, a very disorganized group of uh, zach hill players. would be the greatest drumline player of all time uh, you're just not saying. wrong you're not wrong at all <laughs> probably uh, so the first track i'm gonna play is from beats antique uh there's a song called the approach yes. and i feel like it's college football m- mixed with a luchador <laughs> walkout song and it's on their it's on their uh, uh seventh album i think a thousand faces oh, Act One. awesome see it, it it mixes my two loves of college football <laughs> and lucha libre into one beautiful accumulation and one of my most all-time underrated instruments i believe in this song they thrown in the bassoon if i'm if i'm not right. wrong with this instrumentational that would track but i love them. the bassoon and it's totally underutilized and it's, it's just a a beautiful accumulation of so many different things that i just like as soon as i heard the song i had like written down a different song like no 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 delete delete delete, delete. <laughs> The approach, <laughs> and I put an asterisk next to it, and I was like, "Bassoon riff, smiley face." Like it's so it's as, as a note, like this song is incredible live, in part because so this this band is a three piece or three part group. Um, it's mm-hmm. uh, it's David Satori, Zoe Jakes, and Tommy Sidecar Capel uh, on the drums. So Zoe is primarily like the belly dancer and something of like the front of the group because she's outperforming uh, while the musicians are doing right. some of their stuff in the background but with this song in particular she's got this big drum strapped to her chest and she's just banging on them the whole time with the rhythm and dancing around while like other people are dancing it's it's a sight to behold man uh, yeah man and, like, like in keeping with like you know your your joke about like seeing like some band perform this during a college football game like 
kind of tracks in a lot of ways <laughs> because of because yeah. of the performance and like the way it starts with the brass and just holds that rhythm and like every verse of the music shifts and calls back and then evolves. Um, two things. So for me, I got like Ennio Morricone vibes. Uh, yeah. Like yeah. especially that the big pause and then the comeback in mm-hmm. is like such a Western thing to me. Yeah. Like and and him specifically. And two, if you really wanted to talk about the bassoon, we could have done Peter and the Wolf. I'm just <laughs> don't bring Peter and the Wolf into it. True. <laughs> they had their true. <laughs> uh, for the second note of I really should listen to more jazz. I love brass. I was in brass band in middle school, played the trombone for four years. Uh, so basically any song with brass just does it for me. <laughs> this song has good brass. Buddy, let me turn you on to Balkan music. <laughs> That's a primary component to a lot of it. Yeah, that's great. Uh, so for my my next pick, uh, I'm I'm gonna f- feed off some of that energy. I'm gonna go to my band, uh, Bad Bad Not Good. Just as uh, Ryan says, he loves jazz. Some more jazz for you, but this one's a little bit different. It does have that kind of evolving um, element of jazz. It's not in every jazz song. Uh, some some jazz songs jump right out of the gate, like just sure. hit it running. And other other songs really do evolve, and they add more layers and pieces, and they kind of have a repeating beat, and it and it becomes like a beautiful evolving rhythm, almost like a f- cocoon with a butterfly coming out. So I, I'm I'm choosing uh, Confessions. Uh, it's on the album Three or I I I by Bad Bad Not Good. Confession's great because it it, it kind of gives you like a little bit of a like noir yeah. type vibe, like almost like a city night yeah. place. But it also has like heavy hip hop type vibes to it. And if you didn't already know this about Bad Bad Not Good, they produce a lot of instrumentals and uh, different kind of tracks for different hip hop artists. They even have a exclusive album with Ghostface Killer yeah. where they create all of the music for him and he raps on top of it. And so they, they fuse like jazz and hip hop in such a wonderful way that it's just, it's so exciting to listen to. And yeah. Baba Nugget is like top 10 like band of all time. I, I Part of what I love is that with that opening, like, I, I mean, I agree, it definitely got that great like noir onset. It's got, part of what I love about like good jazz in that way is it feels like not just being in a city, but it's like a city under a drizzle of rain. Like the way the the the, yeah, the yeah, percussion yeah. and the syncopation uh, uh, goes through it, like matches and progresses with like a light rainfall and progresses and adds on top of it, and oh, it's it's so good. That was definitely on my list yeah. uh, for possibles. What when I heard this, I was sad that I didn't pick one of my three options that feature saxophone prominently. Let's <laughs> 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 talk some more about the saxophone. <clears throat> Uh, Kirk Hamilton would be proud. Mm, no doubt. Uh, I somehow missed this on my first listen through, and it uh, immediately got added to my <laughs> like list while we were just good. listening to it. Now the songs, very good. And yeah, 
Like it, it brought me like I was in like some club in the fifties on like a slightly rainy mm-hmm. night, like sipping an old fashioned. That's like where it brought yeah. me mentally, which is just a good fight. Absolutely. No <laughs> doubt. That's a great pick, man. Highly recommend. All right. Well, that one, two punch out of the way, Ryan, where are you taking us next? Mm-hmm. I am going to be, uh, picking something from Hella. Hella. Yeah. Yeah. This, uh, very, uh, the band overall is very abstract compared to a lot of what I listen to. True. Uh, but I found myself really enjoying a good number of tracks after several listens. You've got to like work your way into uh, yeah, this I kind of talked about that um, some on last episode and like animal collective being a- accessibility mm, being yeah. a thing where like, yeah, that you, you have it, to work at it. it the, sometimes. what I will, the, the, the way I describe Hella is like calculated chaos. Yes. That's a great way to describe like, them. It's when you listen to it, it's uh, especially very in, deliberate and very like there's a lot of skill going mm-hmm. on, but it is all over the place and it's great. Yeah. 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 It comes together for some interesting fusion of music. Mm. Uh, my first pick from them. Well, I guess my only pick, my second pick total <laughs> coward uh, is <laughs> headless. That's just what I love that they do in this song so much is like it's almost like three or four songs in one and they're broken up individually by these rising heavy drum sections. Mm. It, yeah. And it's exactly that calculated chaos. <laughs> Hella is like a drummer's drumming band. Yeah. Uh, like if, if you are a drummer, this is like a band. The drums are the lead instrument. Uh, the yeah. the guitar is the rhythm section uh, is like mm-hmm. kind of a way to think about it. Uh First thing to know about Zach Hill, he doesn't use a double pedal. Uh, he he uses one pedal. Uh, yeah, wow, his his <laughs> that that right calf is. Um, yeah, I was gonna say it's the size. I mean, of a brick. he is built like a Super <laughs> Saiyan three. Like it, at points, this man doesn't break drum heads. He warps drum hoops from playing so hard. Like he oh he breaks. He has a technique where, so first of all, he's completely self-taught, like never took any classes or anything. Uh, Shocker listening to him. Uh, (laughs) But he has this technique where he hits cymbals and pounds his fists on the snare and uh, floor tom at the same time. And so he's prone Mm -hmm. to breaking like this bone in his his hand (laughs) a lot. Um, like there's, <laughs> it's for the music. You know, there's all kinds passion. of shots of him with just blood all over his drum heads while he's in the middle of playing a show. Like he's he's straight up animal from the Muppets, and and he's oh he is uh, extremely prolific. He has worked with tons and tons of different artists. Uh, if you've ever listened to Death Grips, he's uh, one of the producers and the drummer for them. Um, it checks out. Uh, he he's worked with like Rob Crow from Pinback. Uh, one of my favorite side projects of his is uh, with Nick Reinhardt from Terramelos uh, in a band called Bygones. Um, that's like a more melodic Hella with singing. 
kind of. Mm. Um, and like even to the point of on some of his solo stuff, he has like an hour or I think it's like a half hour long improvisation with an improvisational pianist called uh, Necromancer that's incredibly interesting. He's just, uh, if this drumming interests you at all, uh, he's got a lot of work to dig into. And Spencer Syme himself, who's the guitar player, is also very accomplished, uh, is the drummer for an incredible video game cover band called The Advantage. Um, he's mm. basically always said he pretty much only listens to Nintendo music. Um, so, uh, it, and he plays basically two guitar parts at the same time uh, on on one guitar. It's cool. Yeah, it's <clears throat> the way I kind of when I was first started to listen to him and got a feel for him I was like, oh yeah, this is. It reminds me a lot of like Danny Carey from Tool, but on speed, <laughs> and just like the amount of polyrhythms and just slamming like making use of every component of his kit but in really creative but like hyper speed ways uh and it's it's hard to like it's not something you can just keep rhythm to and listen to for for its harmonies and melodies as much where it's like kind of like i say like you're, you're listening to the the way he's like utilizing that instrument and it's impressive yeah, and the, yeah, Ryan. I, I hats off to Ryan because I think he found the, the the best track that there is. Because I, <laughs> I, 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 I trust me. I, I, I feel like I listened to every Hello song that I could, and I just it did not resonate with yeah, me. Yeah, and so like this was a really really good find. Great track. Yeah, I, I actually mentioned yeah, that. It really to, stuck out to, to Ryan. Me. I was like, I bet Holden is gonna have had a tough time with Hella. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, I didn't know what the term polyrhythm even meant until like you explained it to me like one of the previous times that we we talked about music, and so then I just kept it like I'm like yeah this this sounds like a like a Travis ass band right here. Yeah, yeah. I mean <laughs> that's the thing is it like a first blush sounds like complete chaos, but it's ah oh, there like but there there's a lot of skill. It's super structured, Absol- absolutely, <laughs> right. and that's what's mm-hmm. that's what's great about it is like you you take a second to listen to it, like yeah there's impressive stuff going on. It's just abnormal from a lot of like what people listen to music for. Irregular, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, Definitely. I think that's a good description. It, irregular for what people listen to music for. <laughs> that's, a, <laughs> that's a perfect description. <laughs> well, I'm going to be continuing Hella the Hella Train, uh, and I'm going to be going with on from the album "The Devil Isn't Red," uh, the penultimate track. Except no subs. So part of what, I mean, that whole album is really good and has a lot of, that was what I was listening to when I was going for a run today. And um, I really enjoy a lot of what that entire album is doing. That track in particular has a really cool, like, yeah, it's probably one of their more melodic tracks, but there, there's that part in the middle there, and it, you know, it's only like, what, a minute and a half. Uh, where it's just the drums carrying everything and there's there's elements of like breakbeat to it which i love breakbeat 
um, and shifting up time signatures with the drums just in very subtle ways. Like you have to kind of listen for it uh, and ways that like it just stops short of what you expect the rhythm to be. But it's like if you listen to a lot of the other stuff that they do, it's deliberate. And so it's not like an accident that he just doesn't know his rhythm. Like he, he's they're stopping it early and it shows great constraint as well as like an understanding of the form uh, of music and the way that they're like manipulating expectations almost. Yeah. And this is when they're uh, a, a three or four piece at this mm. point. Um, they, they were two piece on the song that we previously listened to, um, which was their from their last album that they released in 2011. Mm. Um, but this was when they were working with a couple more people um, and it definitely produced some different stuff. Yeah, the spatial vibes are really cool. Yeah. Um, being like trippy, that, which the, I'm always into. The symbol usage, mm, just mm, kind of carrying. Mm-hmm. It's it's great. Yeah, he's got an amazing uh, trash stack. For those who aren't familiar with drums at all, that's like a stack of symbols that have been broken, um, and you just stack them all together on one symbol stand, and it produces a really terrible wonderful noise uh most of the time and as a man who plays as hard as he does he breaks a lot of symbols so he has like really <laughs> cool supply. trash stacks that make cool terrible sounds yeah see i i still don't feel like uh, the audience at home has a good representation of what hella is because <laughs> these these two tracks have been really pleasant and like have been like really enjoyable and like this track really works it's like a minute 30 it's like short it's like you don't really get stuck in it and you know it's it's not just don't worry travis will not disappoint us i, I know that's so just just stay seated listeners don't don't jump yet just stay seated grab those earplugs you're gonna go deaf <laughs> 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 well, uh, throwing it to you, Travis, what you going to pick for the last of the, the second round? Uh, I am going to go with uh, Bad, Bad, Not Good, Can't Leave the Night, uh, which is the second al- song from their first album, Three. Uh, mm. So we're getting another track from Three there. Great album. Just as you listen to this, just think Stranger Things, but trap music. One of my favorite things here is that there's only four things happening in this mm-hmm. song, but it's so soaked in like delay that it feels so big and open. Like, uh, but re- yeah, it's just like the rim shots on the snare mm-hmm. and and uh, this one bass hit playing. Like, I am a sucker 
for the same note over and over and over again if it fits really well and that bass hit mm-hmm. is just so so perfect do you guys hear what i'm saying about yeah like strange with the, with the drop things? especially most definitely oh yeah when when that bass comes in and the the kind of arpeggios they're doing before that feels so much like in that same like scale mm-hmm. and it's serving uh, as like an accompaniment where like it's holding the rhythm and and the pace of the track where the drums are like jumping around to different instruments to like join alongside and 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 pair with and then go off on its own thing and do something else like staples things together in really cool ways but again another one of these instrumental songs with kind of post-rock vibes Mm -hmm. you know paints that paints the tapestry adds few elements changes some melodies while leaving other things the same drops out and comes back in Mm -hmm. like it's it's uh it's good stuff yeah i mean this is this is my big discovery of uh of this podcast is is bad bad not good for sure so hell yeah uh big shout outs big shout outs sweet (laughs) yeah no i i definitely wanted to bring something to the table that i think um some people are semi-familiar with but not so much you know Mm -hmm. uh i i like this track a lot too because you you mentioned stranger thing i was also getting like weird like orchestral like metroid vibes because it's anything that kind of like sci-fi world but it, it, I feel like this totally could be played like, like if someone was like sitting in an audience like at, at a like um, auditorium or something, and then like this gets played in front of you, and it's like you read the pamphlet, and it's like, oh, this this is from Metroid Other M. Oh, beautiful. <laughs> and you close it. You know, it just it has like that kind of super fun bouncy vibe, like you're going through something. With Have they the done music. any game scoring? I feel mm-hmm. like. I feel like they would be good at that. No, but I think uh, they've I totally been on, been on scores game. for games, or at least a game, I feel like. Like, they could do a Remedy game. Totally. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, yeah, thank you for this right. pick, uh, Travis. Another song added to my list. <laughs> I want to annoy no. my neighbors with that baseline. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah you, saw me, you saw me hitting the button. Bum, ba, bum, 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 because there's literally someone on stage just doing that mm-hmm. or like it's hit on the drum pad for the drummer mm-hmm. but I, I love yeah. that kind of stuff absolutely yeah. uh and then i will be taking uh kafo kafo uh kafafe however you want to say uh this song from animals as leaders first album uh I've mentioned before, I'm a heavy first album guy. Uh, I'm always in these kind of drafts going to go to the first album and listen through that whole thing first. Um, that whole self-titled album is so good. But Very this good. song I was actually like pretty familiar with because Spotify throws it at me all the time. And judging <laughs> from the play counts on these, I'm not the only person that this song gets thrown <laughs> at all the time because... Uh, the second highest on this album is 3,941,000. Uh, this one's at 11,840,000. So.
but that's that's like a trash or a china symbol right there. It washes and falls short. So what I really like here is that first of all, that first section yeah. uses the uh like sweep picking is the ultimate like kind of show off technique in in metal guitar playing. Mm -hmm. Um and instead here it's like so backgrounded. They they like it it again it's just part of the tapestry that they're weaving they're they're not like look at these ridiculous sweeps that i'm doing it's really serving the song like to me this this walks right up to the line of of being guitar wank like flamboyant without without being that yeah because it's like so it's all it's all for a purpose yeah for it's it's playful like it's, yeah and then like yeah you go into that like double tapping bass line as like kind of the second section and again they're doing the same thing they're just they're uh putting down the building block mm -hmm. the foundation for what the rest of, of the, that part is going to be as opposed to like showing it off and yeah. soloing it and that's that's uh why i picked this song is because i think it's it's really uh it's highly skillful yeah um and purposeful this was the track that i was introduced to them by uh from a friend they sent this song to me like you'd like them this it was like you're right i'm listening to this entire album <laughs> <laughs> and yeah it's it's fantastic and it, it like it resonates with a lot of people because it, it's super skillful like you say yeah yeah this was definitely on my list uh noted for just the extremely well done guitar <laughs> like that guitar is exactly where it needs to be doing exactly what it needs to do all six minutes yeah, and it like catches your ear right from the jump and it's just like shredding to start and then it's just like okay cool that's done <laughs> let's go do some other stuff now mm -hmm. for like five minutes mm -hmm. yeah I, I think the symbols crashing is a little too heavy mm -hmm. for my taste I appreciate the talent I think the, the song is actually like really solid it has like we talked about some great plucking but just as far as like the symbols coming down like that, it just it, it's a little harsh. Just like how like at certain points where it can be so loud, and then it's other points it's you know absence. Um, I, I do enjoy the track as a whole, and it is as far as like m closer to that metal side. Uh, you know, it's probably as close as I'll really get uh, to that kind of um, faster paced, you know, kind of um, genre and style. But uh, this is definitely a, a, a good pick, and there's a big reason why. This has as many places as it does, because it's definitely yeah, a stand-out for them. The cymbals are like a waterfall crashing down, dude. Just beating right. down, yep. carrying it. Yeah, just zero zero <laughs> resonance on mm -hmm. that cymbal. Like, it does not resonate at all. It just it goes, <laughs> right. And yeah, if you don't vibe with that sound, <laughs> You're I, can, I, like, I nope. can get that, for sure. That's excellent pick, man. Quality, quality stuff. Well, <clears throat> I think it's time for me to join the the bad, bad, not good club. I'm torn between two, but I think I'm going to go with Cashmere off of the what's this album's name? Five, I think. Four. Sorry. The four. Yeah, it's four. The four. Okay. 
so with this track, it it's got it's got just a really nice muted opener, um, just with the cymbals chugging along, and then the not even the cymbals when it starts. It's just the it's just the snare, uh, and you've got the piano kind of accompanying it, and then it starts it just starts cruising along. Uh, and picks up steam, you know, with with every like 30, 40 seconds. And part of why I was drawn to this track is it reminds me so much of a band that I've been a huge fan of like my entire life. Uh, well, since probably I was about like 13, 14, and that's Cinematic Orchestra. If you haven't listened to them before, I highly, highly, highly recommend you probably have. There's a song for them called To Build a Home. Super popular. It's great, amazing, beautiful song. Uh, but... <clears throat> predominantly what they do it's like jazz orchestra from britain that incorporates um electronica as well and there's a i think the album's man with a moving camera uh that it just illustrates the range that they have kind of like with the the first pick uh of city of mirrors and uh confessions as well as like it it showcases like the restraint that they have and then when they want to just crash into something and it like it it ebbs and flows like waves right and there's a part in yeah. there where it uh you know has that cheesy like kind of island tropical resort like 70s uh vibe to it um and it builds in and it's just like it's so well orchestrated and then it just pulls back and then just even tempo again and then like builds up uh, you know, multiple times throughout the like the whole almost five minutes yeah no uh, matthew tavares is the pianist for babette not good and he is so smart in the way that he like can control tone and mood with like mm -hmm. his keys and he does that he has songs with like kendrick lamar he's got songs with cali uches he's got songs with um post malone he is so extremely talented and that's like one of the key reasons i listen to music or watch cinema or anything like in media is because I kind of want to get caught in my fears. Sure. I want to be able to feel something that I don't normally feel in everyday to day life. You know, I'd be able to experience something that just, just it's, it's something that's, you know, we talk about escapism and through music, but something that also just takes me to a different place. And we've kind of been hinting on that. That's what instrumental music really is good at. Totally. And, and this, you know, type of music versus what we're going to get at with Hella. <laughs> for me, this is such like a soft, like melodic, like, it's kind of like you know you really feel something it's strongly soulful. whereas hella does make you feel something <laughs> yes it's very soulful hella does make you feel something but for me it's like i don't know if it's good let feelings. me talk like, to I you about i don't know if i want to <laughs> 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 feel that way look it's hella good feelings like, oh. <laughs> uh, no, I, I, that's the thing i totally get it sometimes it smells really good at taking you to a place sometimes just listening to drums crash around each other makes you want to destroy stuff and it's cathartic but there's also like the inverse of something like bad bad not good where it's just it's placating and it like it takes you on like a, an even journey and that's that's part of why i'm, I'm so right. stoked that you made this pick as well is because like there's a there's a one of my favorite things about instrumental music and it's part of why i think travis and i like a lot of the same music like post rock and math rock and stuff like that is like it the focus on progression and layers and taking like established molds and playing with those conventions in a lot of ways and like making use of that's probably why i love like instrumental hip-hop too is the way that they they play with those layers but uh that's a bad bad not but actually good song from them so ryan <laughs> where are we going yes 
we will be going to Beats Antique. Yes. Uh, and we'll be going to the carnival. Yes. And listen to the Grand Bazaar. Yeah. I, I really feel like I should be riding an elephant while I'm listening to this song. Oh, believe oh, yeah. me, buddy. Let me talk about their shows. <laughs> Surrounded by riding red an tents. Elephant. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, this song, especially with all the air instruments, love the brass. But I, I believe bassoon again. Is that what's in there? The deeper instrument. Um, uh, and just the way it slowly layers. One instrument at a time until that crescendo, just about the minute mark. Ah, ah! It's so playful, mm-hmm. uh, and like even in the title of the track, like Grand Bazaar, playing on like the concept of a bazaar where it's like a market, and you know being bizarre or weird. Um, mm-hmm. so there's that wordplay there too, and like that, as you describe it, like they're basically like a circus troupe in a lot of ways. Uh, and this is one of their newer tracks, and yeah, it. It's so fun. It has such a good, like, jovial and, biz- and like, strange energy to it. Yeah, it just puts a smile on my face. I just want to, like, bounce around to it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's just four, four, nearly four minutes and 20 seconds of good vibes. Nice. Yeah, I, I think the deeper instrument is a baritone saxophone. I think it has just, like, a okay. kind of deeper tone. Because bassoon, bassoon has more of, like, a kind of noise to it. Yeah. yeah. Extremely but, reedy. Right. But uh, this this song this this song is killer. I, yeah. I I really like this a lot because it it's such a fun like I, I wanted to be like playing a Pink Panther or something you know it's just mm-hmm. like something super jovial and just kind of like sneaky to it. it there, there's so many like good elements to it that make for like a a really great like in piece as a whole. You know it's, you can't you can't just listen to one part of it. You got to just keep playing it because oh, you're just kind of like you kind of joy along for the ride. I can't wait to get to my picks. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent pick, dude. Fan, fantastic. It's uh, it's a lot of fun. Well, you know we're getting into that second. Like, we're past that second half and getting into this the second stretch here, this major stretch, and we got Holden again with uh, another combo. What you gonna do with us, buddy? All right, I got the combo platter ready to <laughs> uh, to feast on. <laughs> um, Two trailer gonna... tracks. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> come on, guys. Come on. Uh, I'm gonna. I haven't chosen Animal's leader song, so I am going to choose um, one of their most popular songs, "The Brain Dance" on the album "The Madness of Many," mm. because it is something special and something very different than I feel like a lot of their music. If you ever listen to a single episode of How to Waste Your Time, you'll know that I'm a big fan of anime. And it's, there's some really beautiful parts of this like plucking that has like a strange like 90s jazz panese kind of vibe to it. 
and it like I feel like it could be playing for like an, an OP for like some, some like hand drawn anime from the 90s, and then the song just totally evolves and it goes different places. It's a seven minute track, so there's so much going on. But I just found myself in a trance listening to this seven minute, just just in a complete state of just like focus and like just really trying to listen to every single instrument because there's so many different layers here that just harmonize so well and it's not like necessarily traditional harmony but that's what makes it special is because it has so many different pieces of instruments and ideas and concepts that are executed so well and on like a tempo you know it's like it's like boom boom it hits it hits it hits and it just keeps moving and evolving and that's like that's gonna be the theme of this entire episode because like evolving music is so much more special and so much better than what like a stalemate repetitive like one kind of track um, song could be yeah when you mentioned earlier about um instrumental music not always having like titles that tie to your brain very well this one immediately the brain dance stuck in my head because my brain went on a dance the first time i listened to it now, this is the most fitting name for a song maybe i've ever heard yeah the plucking uh, really gets to mm-hmm. absolutely yeah uh, it's 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 very like, broad and filling it's a filling song yeah it's and it's also part of what i really enjoy about it too is like it's constantly shifting its time signatures like every 10 seconds or so it's just like yeah. shifting and sometimes within like the same uh you know stance like it's still shifting something and, and dropping out of a beat and then evolving into another beat but it's still maintaining a tempo to it and like it, it's playful um rob i bet you know this but mm. holden and ryan i don't know if you know this but in my experience all amazing metal guitarists are also amazing classical guitarists yep mm. it uh, it's just a thing the scales for classical guitar playing and metal scales are actually the same in a lot of cases yeah. uh and the finger movements that are necessary uh, the plucking that you need on on both are all like very similar. Blocks. So you'll find you'll find a lot of like metal albums that have a classical guitar song or like so the number twelve looks like you uh, grindcore band. They have a classical guitar song on one of their albums. Uh, one of my favorite between the buried and me songs is actually just a bossa nova song. Like it doesn't it, it's just a straight bossa nova track the whole time. Uh, so yeah, that, that's a pretty interesting journey to go on is to like go listen to mm-hmm. metal bands, classical guitar stuff. Um, it's metal musicians playing not metal is always great. Yeah, it's super I think, impressive. I think uh, like BT Bam's bassist has like a jazz band that's like a bass player, a drummer and a saxophone player. Pretty sick. <laughs> yeah, if you if you specifically like this track, I recommend uh, going listen to the Fishmans. They're a Japanese band from the '90s, and they're still producing music today. Hmm. Three piece band, and they kind of have this really cool like fusion of like um, classical guitar mixed with like jazz, mixed with like a like fusion rock. It, it's, it's really cool, but it definitely reminds me like certain parts of this song really remind me a lot of what the fishman's do and so that's why i was like oh this is so special such a like oh yeah beautiful song i love it all right and so i do have the back-to-back here so for um i i can i can choose two more bad bad not good songs right i don't do i have to choose help 
Kick this man off the podcast. You can just choose choose the the DLkin. You You know what? I I almost total jam. It's a joke. I made a TikTok about it. I know. (laughs) And and we're all kidding, but the song that I have is the DLkin, which is the first uh, track on Hold Your Horses, which is a (laughs) apparently like late 90s chiptune song that is unlike anything else Hella has played. So if you're expecting me to choose a traditional Hella song, that's not true. That's not true. But we'll get there. We'll just listen to this song. Twenty minute long. So I lied when I said a minute. It's only 43 seconds long. Um, I, 43 seconds too long, in your opinion. Uh, I, <laughs> I, 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 love, I love this because, A, because when I heard it, I had already listened to like several other songs. And I was like, oh, this is nothing like anything they have So I've listened to so far. And, and I really liked it because it also gives me like like Pokemon Red type vibes because it's like that very simple mm-hmm. like yep. uh, Game Boy Color type chiptune type music. Totally. And and I was just it's just a simple bop and I was like, hey, this band might not be so bad after all. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Uh, um apparently the song's named after um Dan Elkin, who was a friend of the band that uh occasionally provide vocals and perform live with Hella in two thousand and five. I had yeah. I had to look up that, but so on uh their like second ish album uh he sings over a track that is on this first album um mm. republic it's called the d elkin sings the republic of rough and ready um but so this is spencer syme here who apparently just listens to chiptune music and so did you listen to anything from the album uh uh Chirpin' Hard, uh, so I think it's Chirpin' Hard slash Church Gone Bad. Um, if if the album had lyrics in it, like I really Church didn't. Gone Wild, I, no, because because I, I like even like the Tripper album, like I listened to a couple songs, like oh this this album has lyrics, so I'm not gonna listen to every song on the on the album. Um, so this album half is just Zach Hill, half is just Spencer Syme, and Spencer did a lot of chip tune work. On oh, that's his cool side mm-hmm. of it. Um, I, so you might actually find some more stuff you might enjoy there. Yeah, I think the 24 um, songs on the album kind of was intimidating for me. I was like, oh, yeah. I don't want to get through 24 so, songs of this band. <laughs> yeah, it, it was a double album when it came out. Gotcha, um, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's it, like Zach doesn't play on Spencer's side except for like one song. And Spencer doesn't play on Zach's side except for like one song. It's very... Uh, speaker box slash the love below <laughs> interesting yeah so that, that's this is my way of cheating uh still picking a hella song without really picking a hella song but i mean as hold long on as Travis let me is okay with it. let me show you a snippet from me and uh me and ryan's dms earlier where i said that you'll pick the dl <laughs> uh, you, you you read me like a book bro i mean after you said clowncore was bad 
uh, quote. Uh, <laughs> I figured that you did not. <laughs> we're not going to play Hella. Hey, I'm man, the, there's, there's a couple of things that the hell has been shining here tonight. We'll, we'll see if uh, yeah. you can continue to make it shine. Oh, I'm going to play the very next track from that album. So, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Cool. Cool. <laughs> it's like, great. <laughs> That's just great. <laughs> uh, Ryan, all right. Where are, we, uh, where are we going with you, buddy? Well, I, your, haven't, your drops? I haven't picked anything yet from uh, the band I brought, Animals as Leaders. So it's, I've been saving best the for best last. for last. Yeah. Uh, we're going to be starting with The Woven Web. I, I really dig the way uh, all the spatial sounds in this song, but the balance, mm. the drums feel like they really ground and balance that spatial vibe and the bass sure. kind of bridges between the two. It's got this it, really good vibe. It like brings me to space. And then mm-hmm. when it goes into that harder metal drumming there at about the two minute mark, like I feel like we landed on some alien planet. I dig it. Yeah, that <clears throat> that bass slapping, man, just drives. Mm-hmm. That's that's such a great section too. <clears throat> it's just like this this warping, this bending it goes on. Uh, yeah, and that's that's something that's key to my like musical identity is I love like the like the electric bass and specifically like when it's used correctly, especially as like a and not just as a rhythm, but as like a melody. Like I feel like that's it's such an underutilized instrument, mm-hmm. and it's anytime you can give it like a bass solo, anytime you can elevate this beautiful instrument into like yeah. more than what it's typically used as i'm 100 percent all for it and i think it's really good here because the the title here the woven web is also i think another one that'll stick with you because the yep. this the song is weaved like it's weaved yeah. out like from the end like just how a spider would would weave its web it just kind of like spreads out and it's such a special track yeah absolutely it's it's <clears throat> it's just another one of those songs that like showcases the range that they and this this entire album is fantastic. Um, like the self titled ones, I think like my favorite of theirs so far. But this one is is right there after or like um, just after it because of the there are a couple of tracks in particular that really speak out to me. But this being one of them, and like the the, the scratching and uh, the syncopation that it goes through, and, uh, it's so good. Mm-hmm. Love it. So happy you made this pick, man. <laughs> just this whole this whole band i'm super glad you went with um yeah okay so i'm gonna get into some beats antique and True. you know holden you made mention earlier about like you know joking around about like being perfect for uh college football and then both you and ryan kind of talking about like being at a festival or a carnival and you know being kind of surreal but uh and jovial uh, we're gonna go with cat skills off of I forget the is this the first track I believe off of electrophone I think that's right
Okay, I just had to get to that drop. It's pivotal to the song. So, uh, the reason why I'm picking this song is because this was the first... They played this song as part of their encore the first time, and they play it often, but when I saw them for the first time, this was part of their encore, and already, like, mind-blown at what they do, and then they do the, like, everyone coming on stage are like, oh, should we do the encore, blah, 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 and then 20 people of the, like, friends, band, roadies, everything flood the stage in, like, various Halloween animal costumes, with like massive dog heads, horse heads, hippo heads, and just dance and running around the stage, dancing and jumping around. And the entire, the entire audience is just right where that drop hits, like just jumping up and down. And it's it's electric and seeing it live and being in the, the, the group and like the, the audience and just jumping with the whole crowd with like the, the pulsing bass rhythm. It's, it's incredible. Um, and like it on its own, like it's no slouch as a track either. Like it's got great progression to it, and it builds into like, especially as it's building up to that like chorus. I'd put it for the the drop, like just the drum work and shit, like you know, shifting up the 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 rhythm and, and tempo. And yeah, I've, this blew my mind for like what live performances are like for bands. Uh, you talked about uh, time signatures recently, and uh, that is absolutely a, a, a key element here, is mm-hmm. that they keep on shifting that throughout. And so, like, when I was expecting one thing, as the like kind of beat came back in, and it like, it, like completely caught me off guard, and like, that's kind of like one of the like Beats Antique specialties, that they like keep yep. throwing you different pitches. Like, you're not gonna get the 95 mile per hour fastball every time. You're gonna get the curveball. You're gonna get the knuckleball. Like you're gonna get mm-hmm. a, a bunch of different. You're gonna get the change of different things that are going to like continually make your kind of brain work. And that's something that I, I think Beatsantique does particularly well. And I think our picks have all kind of uh, shown that tonight. Absolutely, Brian. Jeff, thoughts? Yeah, I, I love the way the song will wanders. The wrong word because it it it's searching, searching for something. You know, it comes back to a center every time. And it's like trying to. It bubbles out in one direction and it searches for some kind of tempo or groove. It finds it and it comes back to a center and it searches in another direction. And there's like a trickle with with the that mean like melody too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Travis, I know you're also you're muted, Travis, just in case it's a heads up. If you uh what do you think of this track as someone that wasn't as fond of like Beats Antique in general of, of the four of us? It's alright. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Not hella good. I'm <laughs> feeling hella good, so let's just keep on dancing. That, that, yeah, that absolutely. What you're about? No doubt. Uh, it's nice. so to to me, and like that's a facet that gets lost. I think uh, with this band is like being there for the experience and the performance. They add such a layer on top of uh, of the music and, and the whole because like every time you listen to that song i'm just in my head thinking of 30 people on stage just jumping up yeah. and down as crazy animals no, <laughs> i bet and uh, just as, a, as i wrap up like he introduced it as the uncle's like all right you guys ready to get weird <laughs> it's like uh yeah <laughs> and just like people being all goofballs on stage and, like these tightly fitting animal costumes absolute blast uh and that's my first of my beats antique picks 
and we are going to Travis for his final two picks and doubling up on the Hella. Uh, Hopefully, just one. So I'm going to take <laughs> furthest from Tripper um, as my first Hella pick here. The things that like Zach chooses to punctuate from the guitar, where he's just like he decides to actually just hit the same thing six times in a row, so to let the because that's what will highlight the guitar. You know what I mean? As opposed to when he's normally crashing around the whole drum kit, drawing a lot of attention to himself. So when he does, you know, those multiple of the same thing in a row, I think it's it. I th- I think that's where a lot of the growth is in this in in the duo because this is when they went back down to a two piece nine years after their first album and and made this uh, album and I I just love it so much uh, Holden you seem like you were like kind of grooving out there you know so when the song first started I was I was jokingly trying to bob my head to any kind of rhythm that there was none. And then around like the 55 uh, second mark, it kind of it kind of picks up, and you you kind of get some kind of like melody type thing. And I was like, hey man, this isn't so bad. This is kind of like bluegrassy. This this isn't the best representation of what I had to bear through with all my hella songs, but I like it. It's, it's, this is good. a torture. Yeah, it yeah. definitely hits a <laughs> hits a groove there. And that's where I'm like talking about Zach. Zach definitely like backgrounds himself a lot during that part. Uh, and Spencer gets to kind of take the forefront, uh, playing his two guitar, the like low line and the high line at the same time. It's just so good. Uh, yeah. So this is my first hello pick. Uh, are we ready to just roll right into biblical violence? I mean, what better time than now so <laughs> to roll is, into biblical violence? This is the 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 first track where hella like shows what they actually are uh this i think you'd be happy to know this was on my release. list for hella travis mm-hmm. oh <laughs> Go ahead to like uh, uh, just two minutes. I 
I I love the downshift there, kind of at the end. And mm-hmm. I I I really like uh, Spencer's parts where he's just hammering on one note, like really yeah to really keep the rhythm while he's also dancing around like that. <laughs> Bum, 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 bum. It's it's so good, and just the explosion right at the beginning, uh, the way that it rolls from the DL can right into this, and you're like, what? Like, <laughs> as Ryan, what as Ryan said, yeah, as Ryan said, like it took a while and multiple listens for me, like absolutely to to love this, and I this to my. To this day, it's still my favorite Hello song. Um, there's a and, discordance that, like, there's dec- discordant rhythms where, like, they're also like they wander and do their own things, and then come back together, and then wander and do their own things, but always like still p- playing together. Uh, they remind me a lot. I, I can't remember the name of the band, but when I was uh, living in LA, I went to some shows with my buddy, and there was this two piece. Uh, that we got to see and it was like basically super synthy bass and and a drummer lightning bolt no i i can't remember I, i'd had some there was an album that involved like the pope or something uh was the name or the band might have been named something pope but uh it's got that like there's an anarchy to it but it isn't like just people playing instruments badly which I know that a lot of people might think if they listen to that, it was like, oh, this is just trash. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, and, and I, I totally recognize these guys are talented. They know what they're doing. Sure. They're right. hitting specific uh, like chords and they're hitting specific like parts. They're all on rhythm. They're together. If they perform the song a thousand times, it's, it's going to be the same thing a thousand times because it's all cemented and written down. It's in their brain. They, they know everything. And I, and I get that. And I, I played the first three sides for my wife and she's like, turn it off. Like it's, it's, <laughs> it was like genuinely like you, unpleasant for her. And this song is actually is one of the better hell songs too. I had this on my short list. If I had to, if I, if I couldn't get the DL, and I was going to, I was going to play this song because at, as we, as uh, Travis alluded to at the two Oh five um, minute mark, it, opens up to something a lot more beautiful and it kind of makes that discordant noise <laughs> as I like to think of it as mm-hmm. um, it kind of opens up and it, it really contrasts what you've been hearing. And, but honestly, a lot of it reminds me of uh, free jazz. If you've ever listened to free jazz, cause that's just like yep. a lot of people just yep. playing instruments all at the same time, but it's, it's also very calculated, but to most people it's going to sound like noise and it, and it does take a lot of time to really like, and it's definitely, it it, it's influenced by noise music. A hundred percent. Like that, that, that's purposeful. Yeah, no doubt. And that's what a lot of Hell's music is. And that's like the stuff that's like different, like difficult to like kind of sit through, but this one wasn't too bad. Go listen to Necromancer. If you want something that's difficult to sit through. <laughs> <laughs> Do it to yourself. You owe it to yourself. <laughs> it's, it's great. Actually. Uh, this was the first Hella song I listened to. Mm. And I immediately wrote it down uh, with the only note, all caps, exclamation mark, drums. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, but drums. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, it's it's great. It like it's it's bordering on like anxiety inducing and it might be super anxiety inducing for some people for sure. Yeah. Uh, but it's one of those like sitting and listening to like focusing on an instrument for a period of time, t- trying to tune out another part and like 
focus on very specific, like in a 10 second period of time, like what Travis is saying, like focusing on what he's doing with the drums and just, he's hitting like every possible part of that kit sometimes in the span of like a second. And it's, it's fascinating is also because it's not something that typically you listen to. Um, and I think the, the free jazz is like a great, great comparison to draw there. Excellent pick. Great list there, Travis. Let me, uh, let me close out mine with my favorite beats antique song ever. Also because of the experience that I had with it. And that would be sky talk off of the same album. Electrify. it's an incredible piece um and like it shows so much like range kind of like what you talk about holding like them playing with your expectations uh and like having you know the 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 rhythm on on the drums and the way it's playful it's got kind of a jazz beat to it um with like the key the keyboard diodes just blipping off and then oh man he goes in with this fiddle and just starts swelling this 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 melody and so that that song in general is beautiful but every time i hear this song i think back to i think it was 2011 2012 maybe uh i volunteered for i talked about it i think in the past but i volunteered for basically a, a desert music festival and beats antique was there and they were playing the midnight set and I'd seen them two times before live, different shows, and I volunteered at this festival. And how what I did was basically I did set striking. So I got my my whole experience of the five days in the desert, listening to music, meeting people, and everything. And then after the fact, helped strike the sets that every all the bands were playing on. And this night in particular, it was a bit windy, so you had desert sand coming through and I was you know j- uh, jamming with the set and there was this this woman next to me I was kind of talking to just because she this is the first experience to Beats Antique and I'm talking to her and she's like you know you, you really seem to like them I was like yeah I've seen them so many times and or I've seen a couple times before but listened to them for a really long time and every time is like a transcendent experience and then like not five minutes later this song they start playing the song and you know he's like the name of the song is called sky talk and this wave of sand blowing through the wind is coming as he's playing on the the fiddle and it's like i started crying just at, like how beautiful that moment was yeah uh, and and s- seeing that performance and uh it's just like a great like restrained piece from them and a little bit more like classical i guess in comparison to a lot of other stuff but it still incorporates so much range. That's that's awesome. Yeah, they have like a twangy, like acoustic guitar that reminds me of like 
Red Dead Redemption or something, mm. and then they have like mm-hmm. some like electronic beat that reminds me of like Matt and Kim, and then like a fiddle, like Devil Went Down to Georgia. Like it's got so many different like weird elements that don't sound like they'd work together, but totally do, and it makes for like a really cool just piece. I could totally see like tears streaming down my face as well. Yeah, especially at that choral piece, like right at the that it's just mainly the focus of the the, the fiddle and then the uh, the drums. Right, Brian, your thoughts. I think it's a really good song. It immediately got added to my list. I, you guys <laughs> nailed it on the head. It's it's the it's all the variety this song offers. You know, it's it's a it's a bit of a poo poo platter in a in a great way. <laughs> yeah. yeah, this was one of uh, the ones I enjoyed more. That, but uh, probably my favorite of the ones that was picked tonight. No, yeah, I uh, I'd say my favorite album from them is well, it's a thousand piece or a thousand faces, uh, Act One and Two. Because uh, it's like a, a combo inspired by Joseph Campbell, um, and that has some like incredible concept stuff. It's also got um, uh, Les Claypool from uh, from Primus on there as well. But, cool. Uh, every like one of their albums, I, it's a delight for me to listen to, and has been for you know over a, 10, 11 years. But that's it for for my list, Ryan. Let's close it out with uh, your final animals. Sorry, hella pick. <laughs> <laughs> now I have one more animals as leader song. I do want to talk about. Sorry, Travis. I know that disappoints you. <laughs> you could have talked more hella tonight. Um, no, no, not at all. <laughs> uh, uh, a song that uh, may never end by its title, "An Infinite Regression." Hmm. here to the two minute mark just before it's this bass section yeah yeah i just love the more much more acoustic just strum open to this song and just boom, breaks yep. into metal uh, it just sucker so punches you in the face. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this was, I did not see it coming. <laughs> this was one that when I first started listening to, immediately like favorited and just fell in love with. It's an incredible, especially for an opener. Uh, yeah, it's, it's such a fantastic song. Yeah, this one immediately rose right to the top of the list for me for Animals as Leaders. Uh, I'm really glad to get it here. Yeah. yeah, no, this is not a bad bad piece whatsoever. Um, I wish it would have kept its. It's kind of like, I don't know. For me, it got a little too Spider-Man Two. I don't know how to explain it, man. It's it's go on. It it just uh, was probably too like drawn out. I mean, thankfully the song's only three and a half minutes and not infinitely long. But but like as soon as the uh, like kind of guitar kind of gets like almost like whiny by noise you know it's goes like you know that that for me is kind of like a and not like a sound i enjoy particularly i do like the progression of it all um i just think it it went probably less interesting place for me not being like a big metal head but i can totally see why you guys enjoy it yeah it's definitely good metal shreds not one of my favorite of theirs 
<laughs> yeah, he's Mayor Trout's thinking I like you. Oh. <laughs> and well, and that and that's why I'm going to choose another Hello song for my. Fu- I'm just. I knew it. I knew it. The bit is over. You <laughs> had us in the first playing. half. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> um, and, instead, I will. I will bless you with what I consider a literally. I if I had to put down. F- like a top five jazz like list of all time, uh, <laughs> I I would add um, Ivy or Four by um, Bad Bad Not Good, and it's from the the it's the titular track from the album Four. And then uh, earlier I referenced I referenced songs that build, and this song comes out of the gates in a full sprint. All right, listen to home. If if you want to treat yourself tonight, uh, listen to this the, the full seven minutes of the song. Um, it absolutely slaps throughout and is a, a beautiful, beautiful ride. Um, it, it takes its time. It starts off kind of rushing headfirst and then it slows down and speeds up. It has a lot of different tempo changes, and um, it, it is it's it's very tr- tr- traditional type jazz. But like that intro sequence, totally feels like. When Persona 6 comes out, it could be like the battle fight, like music for it, you know, because you, it gets you amped, like you're ready to go, like I'm ready to just start like throwing out some uh, turn-based RPG type spells at somebody because it's just totally slaps. The bass is like it carries, it. like mm-hmm. I, I, everything else is good, but for me, like I could not listen to anything else directly but the bass because it was doing so much that was so like perfect for the rest of the song uh yeah very good stuff i, I, I was gonna make lot. the i i also like yoko kano tano on the seat <laughs> is it it very much has that opener feels a lot like something that would show up on cowboy bebop because it's just great yeah. fast-paced jazz um and yeah it's a lot of fun it's got that great that great tempo to start and then it try, kicks it back a bit or a little bit and then just smooths along and it's yeah it's it's a great track yeah very good immediately added to my list yeah no it's definitely it's just, like it was, it was one of the things that was that showed me bad bad not good it has like some incredible range for what they're able to produce that whole album is so good it is it is it is it's their best album go listen to four it's it's a masterpiece that's why i'm glad i got uh i got cashmere it's a hell of an outro True. Well, I think we did it. We drafted instrumental music, y'all. We made it. We really did. That's pretty cool. <laughs> that was <laughs> pretty a good fun. draft. That's a great draft. We got some excellent lists here. Travis, why don't you start us off with your list? Uh, I had Beats Antique, Erase, Bad, Bad, Not Good, Can't Leave the Night, Animals as Leaders, uh, Kafo, Kafo. Hella furthest and hella biblical violence. Oh, yeah. I had Animals as Leaders on Impulse. Hella, except no subs. Bad, bad, not good. Cashmere. Beats Antique Cat Skills and then Beats Antique Sky Talk. Brian? I had Bad, bad, not good. City of Mirrors. Hella Headless. Beats Antique The Grand Bazaar. 
animals as leaders, the woven web and animals as leaders and infinite regression. Hold and take us home. All right. I drafted beats antique, the approach bad, bad, not good confessions animals as leaders, the brain dance, hella, the D Elkin and bad, bad, not good Four. excellent. These are some, these are some fine looking lists and they all sound fine too, despite what Holden might say. (laughs) 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 Um, What remains now is for our votes to be cast. Holden, were you casting your vote? Are you going to vote for Travis for subjecting you to that? Well, I I was going to vote for Travis and then he drafted two hella songs. So then I, (laughs) uh, that that eliminates him. I'm sorry. Honestly, what Brian would have said in this draft, I yeah. have no yeah. doubt. <laughs> yeah, and I'm uh, I'm still auditioning. This is a whole this whole episode's an audition. <laughs> um, it, I'm I'm gonna have to go with Ryan because I feel like he chose the best Hello song that we had tonight. Um, the Beats Antique song that just kind of threw me for a loop that I loved. Um, mm. One of the best like bad bad not good feels. And I took the best animals leader song, but he was upset about it. So it, I, I feel like he would have <laughs> taken it. So uh, that, oh, that's yeah. my point for Ryan. Consolation Brain dance was on the list. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan, were you casting your vote? Um, well, I was looking at Holden when he picked the brain dance uh, because I love that song. Confessions really won me over. And I like Ivy, but I really fell in love with Hella and the D Elkin kind of feels like a, uh, a backpedal pick on that band. <laughs> So in the, <laughs> it's the mainstream pick <laughs> uh, in the strangest twist. I didn't see coming when uh, we were getting this draft together. I'm going to be voting for Travis. Love to see it, folks, because love I love those hella it. songs. Cafo was also on my list. Uh, a race was really good and can't leave the night got added to my personal liked list when I heard that one. So excellent. Sure. Uh, I'm going to be voting for Ryan this week. Um, Absolutely love Animals as Leaders. I was super stoked when uh, I saw that on the uh, the agenda or the, the orders for our episode. And I was like, oh, really? Cool. I get to talk about Animals as Leaders. It's been a newfound love of mine. Uh, and like every, yeah, every track on there is an absolute blast. Um, so sticking with you this week, buddy. Travis, where are we going? Uh, I'm going to vote for Holden for uh, bringing Bad, Bad, Not Good into my life. Uh, it's a very, it. very good, good, not bad. Oh, <laughs> <Hell> yeah. <laughs> That's it. That's our draft. And we've got Ryan with a lead. Love to Amazing. see. <laughs> yeah, you're doing Brian proud. This is a, I guess we didn't really quite mention at the top. While Holden is auditioning for the role of Brian, he is the guest this week. <laughs> and sure. Ryan is filling in as the <laughs> as as Brian. Uh, so now that the draft's done, what's, uh, what's some honorable mentions y'all have to bring to the table? Any particular tracks? I do have them. I'm going to get my notes. I, I don't, I, the triangle, uh, the first song on three, uh, bad, bad, not good's Mm. first album is my only one. Excellent. Ryan. Uh, one second. I'll find my notes. Holden. Uh, yeah, I, I got, um, I had some more songs by Hello that I just was like, uh, if if the album gets taken out, Women of the '90s, I was like, Welcome to the Jungle, Baby, You're Going to Live, like like that stuff one's that great. Was, that was I was great. like, I was like, yeah, this is this is fine. This I is was torn between that those two, except No Subs and Welcome to the Jungle, Baby. Yeah, I was looking at No Subs as well. Um, 
Animals as Leaders. There's uh, I, the the Madison Mini. That album really resonated with me. So there's mm-hmm. two other tracks on there: the Private Visions of the World and the Glass Bridge. And uh, the Beats Antique song that I was in between was called Charon's Crossing. That, I listened to that one the first time. And yeah. I was like, I was like so oh, good. this one's this one's killer. And then and the approach came, and I was like, oh, I gotta take the approach. Love it, man. Yeah, Travis. Um, I'm sorry, uh, Ryan. That's okay. Uh, Beats Antique was Beauty Beats. That was like the other song I was arguing in my mind with. It's just a really I love the violin in that song. Mm-hmm. Good, just good beat. Um, and uh, I love their cover of Get Lucky. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. Well, I, that's, that's a great cover. <laughs> I really dig that. Um, bad, bad, not good was Signal from the the Noise, which I wrote down as Noise for some reason. Uh, no, I, I had that one listed too. Signal from the Noise is great. Yeah, it's a very long song, which I don't typically listen to, but it, it builds in such a really good way. It sets a great mood. Totally. Mm-hmm. Um, other hella song, aside from Biblical Violence that was on the list, was uh, Been a Long Time Cousin. Just the, the technicality inside that song, <laughs> very good. Um, it's a banger. Certified banger. <laughs> very good song. Uh, Holden already took... Uh, <laughs> The brain dance from me. The other song uh, I was contending with for animals as leaders was uh, "Do Not Go Gently." The way they mm-hmm. kind of mm-hmm. hesitate slowly, break into that metal again. I love that. Excellent. Well, for me, for Beats Antique, I was really torn between some of my like favorite listening tracks, and then I had to go with my performance ones because those like really solidified them as like one of my favorite. Because I'm a huge live performance uh, person, and right. like having some of the best live performances in my life. Just, absolutely had to go with those but uh, off of blind threshold which was the album that i that got me into them uh revival is an incredible track with like playing with like a music box uh and as well on that album is uh there you go toward the end it's got uh john popper from blues traveler uh hopping with the harmonica incredible piece uh and it's so fun and just you know like they do it's jovial and dance around a bit uh, for animals as leaders, uh, Tooth and Claw is a favorite of mine. Off that uh, that album, the whole album is just fantastic. But that one in particular, so I think I described it at one point as like a Mega Man boss or like level uh, stage music. <laughs> it's just it's got such like great rhythm into it, and like mm-hmm. um, laying in the the repetition and the progression there. It's 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 fantastic. Uh, for bad, bad, not good. Talk meaning uh, the titular track off that album very good uh and then mm-hmm. for hella i had a couple um yeah there was the welcome to the jungle baby and then uh, the mother could be you was another one i really dug and that's that's it now before we go y'all y'all create content right you're content creators i i don't yeah. like being called that but i've been known to. <laughs> <laughs> more or less you know uh ryan what content are you creating <laughs> Uh, podcasts, Splunker's Game Explorations, uh, <laughs> yeah. it's the biggest one. We're currently doing Omori, a uh, yeah. turn-based RPG psychological horror game. Came out of nowhere with the, the votes for the for the horror game exploration. Was not expecting that one. But I started lobbying people. I, I could <laughs> One day it was just like fifteen votes. <laughs> part of that was Tom's fault. He got his kids in to, uh, uh-huh. to vote for him, and two of them I voted s- for me. <laughs> that all transpired. <laughs> it was so funny. It's anarchy. It was great. Um, I've really been enjoying it. It's. Uh, uh, I don't know if any of y'all played Undertale, and I wouldn't directly compare them 
mm-hmm. from a gameplay sense or even a story sense, but in the way that they kind of like build and create characters and provide you with bonding to those characters, uh, that feels similar. Yeah, it seemed really interesting. I wanted to check yeah. it out at some point, but I, man, there's so many games right now. There's a lot of games. <laughs> there's so many games right now. I can't even finish Metroid Dread, and I'm adoring that game. Uh, Holden, what about yourself, buddy? How are you wasting your time? Uh, so I got a little... Sh- oh, thank you for that <laughs> beautiful transition. Um, I, got, I got a little show I hinted at earlier um, called How to Waste Your Time. It's where me and my best friend go over uh, nine different videos and entertainment, like movies, TV, sports, anime, video games, uh, hmm. music, just like this, um, and podcasts, etc. And we basically just take one piece of content per um, month and we talk about one. So we have 20 unique pieces of content per month that we just talk about. We riff back and forth what we consumed. And the nice part is there's timestamps. So if you don't want to listen to, if you don't care about sports, just skip over sports and just move on to things you do care about. Like, again, music, like we talked about today. I even had um, Travis on one of my spinoff shows called Medium of the Month where we take a little bit of a deeper dive into a specific um, medium. And so, of course, him being the music buff that he is, we talked about two separate um, albums and kind of went, listened to some of the music, talked on top of it. So if you liked what you listened to today, uh, check out the uh, Medium of the Month episode with uh, Travis McGahee because it is a very solid episode. Excellent. Thank you. Yeah, it was delightful. It was fun to listen to y'all uh, share notes on, on music together. It was, it was a bunch of fun. And listen to printers make music. Yes, yes. I love to yeah. listen to good office music. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, y'all got Twitter handles we can find you at, right? Uh, or Ryan. Ryan has to look his up. I do. <laughs> I definitely uh, my, do. Our, our Twitter handle is uh, at how to waste your. That's also our uh, Gmail is uh, at how to waste your at gmail.com. Send us an email and we'll read it on the show. Excellent. At the Spelunkers. That's right. Travis, anything fun or exciting going on? No. I just, <laughs> I work and I come home and I spend my fresh, precious uh, precious few hours with my family and then I play Valorant for a couple hours and and yeah. I'm not yeah. doing anything fun right now. But that I'll be back like sometime. <laughs> okay. The hanging out with my family is fun. Yeah. Absolutely. What, Work is a good family fun. guy. Yeah, true. Uh, so, so with that, Ryan Holden, would y'all like to read the outro together? <gasps> I've gotten to do this before. There's, there's no way that it, it, we won't be in sync, right? It's, it's. Oh, that's not the point. <laughs> it's Count about progression, down, man. It's about progression of the oh, world. It's, it's great because you both slow down and speed up to try to meet each other. Uh-huh. I, the post rock outro. <laughs> oh, it's all coming together now. <laughs> I'll let you two count down and organize as you need. Someone's got to uh, play the, the lead fiddle. You ready? Um, let's do it. Let's do it. Okay. <clears throat> Until next Until week, next week travelers, travelers, be happy, be healthy, and, and most, most importantly, importantly, be kind, be kind to, to each other. other. <laughs> you guys didn't read the part in the parentheses. Add, Add any, any nonsense, nonsense if you want. I was expecting some, some drums, some chaos, some simple crashing. No, I can't do it. <laughs>
Got me feeling hella good, so let's just keep on dancing. That, that, is that what you're talking about? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs>